I feel like today now it's me, Alan Smith. We uh, we selecting a stories with the day's press and journal. It's been Tuesday, September the fourteenth. So front page of paper day is um, Bishop and Bully claims calls cops over hate crime. So a bishop for Aberdeen, Orkney, accused of being a bully, claims she is the victim and has reported potential hate crimes to the Bobbies. The Scottish Epis- Episcopal Church has published an independent report into allegations about the behaviour of the right. Reverend Anne Dyer, which recommends that she be placed on immediate sabbatical before stepping back permanently. The review warned the senior cleric her position is irrecoverable, uh, describing events within the diocese as a scandal. Um, but in a letter to the diocese, Mrs Dyer says uh, she has also been subject, subjected to bullying since taking up the position in 2018, and she was the first uh, wifey bishop. She wrote, I have continued to be subject to repeated attacks on social media, some of uh, which have been described as simple harassment, and others reported to the police as possible hate crimes. Um, the Scottish Episcopal Kirk has uh, begun a mediation process, so it's all kicking off uh, due to Kirk, so I suppose like the best form of defence is attack, so she's um, negative to let him why, but um, need with this will run along for a while and will be um, claims and counterclaims, it's a, it's a happening to Kirkas for sure. Now here's a story with Ariad Dogi, his name is Glenn and he's a Cocker Spaniel and he is well on his way to bagging every Monroe. So there's uh, a picture of him and he's starting to he down in the Monroe's, he looks a, a very lively chap I would say. Um, now meet Glenn, the four year old Cocker Spaniel who loves a challenge. The pooch only began scaling Scotland's tallest peaks three years ago, but he has now racked up more than 200 out of the 282 on offer. The lovable canine is a bundle of energy and keeps his owner George Crichton on his toes when scaling the famed peaks. Mr Crichton, a retired offshore worker, only began bugging Monroe's himself during his retirement. Um, on one venture he came across a guide with a reliable spaniel in tow, inspiring him to seek his own companion to join him on his adventures. Um, the 67-year-old had managed to rack up about 80 Monroe's himself, but has now repeated several with his uh, reliable canine. He says walks with Glenn make the hail experience much more enjoyable. He says, I fought Glenn, everything was just my end really. He says, I'm in, a, I'm in my 60s and I just like going at my pace and I didn't like holding folk up. Uh, but it's, it's so much more enjoyable now. He explained that Glenn took a bit of time to pace himself during their walks. He says, on his first Monroe, he was just hyper. He said, um, He's a working cocker, uh, but we started with the little leans. Um, I actually bought a little tracker, and there were some, day, some days I would do nine miles, and he would be doing 17 or 18, and sometimes mere. Um, when he was between a year and uh, two and a half, he didn't care how to walk. He says he would just run away, but he's up now. He says he can't when we set off now. If it's a hard day ahead of him, he just loves it. Um, he says the hardest thing they did was eating up in sky. Um, he says for a bit he had to put him in his backpack and carry him up the last wee bit and then the ab sailed doing and with a Glenn still in the backpack so that'd been an exciting day for him um, and he says he's he's um, up to 203 now that's how much Glenn has done uh, but when I get finished this year he says it'll be next year or a year after just depends how we go but um, he will do them all one way or another and I'm, I'm sure he will and there was a buckle 40s in the minute 
the top of some of the cares on like that and with a, a great achievement for for uh, Manny and for Glenn and um with a rare thing to do. So um happy Monroe bugging the periods and um just another eight or so to go. So keep at it. Good well done. Now here's a story about Morrison's and they're going to be trialling zero waste stores in Scotland. So Morrison's has announced plans to launch six zero waste stores which aim to recycle all packaging and unsold food by 2025. The supermarket will also introduce recycling points for customers for products they typically collected on bend days, including wrappers, empty crest packets and face masks. Bosses said if the trials in six stores in Edinburgh are successful, they will roll the format out to all 498 supermarkets across the UK over the next year. The trials are in partnership with Nestle, which will be responsible for recycling soft plastics for the first time in the UK, We no waste shipped to other countries for processing. Um, store waste will be sorted by staff in storage rooms, including uh, soft and hard plastics, cardboard, food waste, green waste, uh, PPE, tins, cans and foils. Because um, I'll need some room. <laughs> the combat food... To combat food waste, the supermarket said it will also offer mere unsold goods through its Too Good, Too Good To Go app, where surplus food is sold at a heavy discount. Um, extra efforts will also be made to distribute the food to local communities, it added. So, well, that is a, sounds like an excellent plan, and um, I'm sure if it catches on, it'll be rolled out to, to the rest of them, and then I would think other supermarkets will have to follow, because there is um, a lot of waste comes out of supermarkets, so... The more we can do to minimise that or, or make sure it's all recycled, then much better for everybody. So, well done to Morrison's and I hope it's a big success. I'm sure it will be. Now, here's another supermarket story and this is about Sainsbury's this time and they're going to be closing on Boxing Day. So, Sainsbury's has said it will keep all its stores shut this Boxing Day. The UK's second biggest grocer said it will keep all of its supermarket and convenience stores and petrol palaces and shut as a thank you to its roughly 170,000 colleagues. It comes after rivals including Morrison's, Waitrose and Marks and Spencer's said they will also keep stores shut on December 26. Sainsbury's added that all its Argos and Habitat stores will also remain shut for the day. Um, it comes after a challenging 18 months for workers in the grocery sector amid increasing pressure during uh, the pandemic with store workers also enforcing pandemic regulations. So, um, very good idea I think by Sainsbury's and um, I, I hope it catches on and it is, you know, Boxing Day is a, a day off for everybody every year because, um, you know, folk buy so much stuff before Christmas. I'm sure they're going to manage a couple of days we make anti shop for um, stuff. So, you know, for families it's together together, it, you know, Boxing Day could be a really more relaxing day because you're not going to pressure a Christmas dinner, etc, etc. So, um, well done to... Uh, Sainsbury's and other things it's closing down with them, you know, if, uh, if they can do it for one year, I think they could do it for every year. Now, here's a wee bit about um, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, and in fact, is mourning the loss of his mother after she died age 79, it has been reported. Uh, so, Charlotte Johnson Wall, if I was a painter, um, died at a London hospital yesterday, according to the Daily Telegraph, which quoted her family as saying she died suddenly and uh, peacefully. Mr. Johnson once described his mother as the supreme authority in the family and credited her with instilling in him the equal value of every human life. Um, Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer said, I'm very sorry to learn of the Prime Minister's loss. My condolences to him and his family. Well, I'm sure if um, she was like a lot of other kind of wife, he's in him, 
matriarch of the family. She was um, she would indeed have been the supreme authority. So um, like a lot of families up and down the country, I'm sure. And um, condolences to him and his family anyway. Now just finish up with sport as normal. So there's a bit in the back page today is um, the Scott Brown's rallying call for fourth respiratory. Um, fired up Aberdeen captain Scott Brown aims to bring the fear factor back for teams visiting Pataudry. Brune wants to mark Pataudry a fortress again, which top premiership clubs are wary of visiting. Uh, midfielder Brune insists visiting Pataudry was always a hard game while he was at Celtic, um, and he wants that to return. Well, um, and when I say we've heard of this before, but well, we have heard of this before for different players have been doing through the years, but um, it's all right saying it, and the hard bit is doing it, but... Um, Here's hoping that they can indeed make on a, a good unbeaten home run. And for that matter, a good unbeaten away run as well, wouldn't they a mess? So, um, well, well, for come say, come on, Aberdeen. No, that's me done for the day now. Just a wee supply stories out of the day's present journal on uh, Tuesday, September 14th. So, been a kind of a mixed day up in Aberdeen today. It was a quite bright first thing in the morning, but then... Uh, Couple of showers on and off, and it's very dull and overcast, and we're settling. It's not cow, so we'll survive. But um, thank you very much for listening to this podcast now. And if um, once again, if you could let anybody, a pal, a relation, or just like some random person, let them kind of put it and see if they might, they might like to listen to it or not, that'd be good. And if you can subscribe to it, then fantastic. And if you're able to leave a review, um, yeah, good to know, and that'd be just a uh, tip top. So, thanks very much now. Cheers. Toodaloo. Put the Constitution, stick the proper rules on them. Longfield, Nellfield, Manorfield and Panorfield. Lights of local stories, let you believe that I care.